Enloe Senior Teen message is presented in this caregiver-centric podcast, providing an update on what's new and exciting across the campuses of Enloe Medical Center. Hello, everyone. I'm Jolene Francis, Vice President of Philanthropy and Communications. Welcome to the March 2023 episode of Enloe's Message. Today, we're welcoming back CEO Mike Wiltermood to discuss news and information important to Enloe caregivers. Hi, Mike. Thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? Doing great, Jolene. Thanks. Good. Glad you could be here. Mike, a few weeks ago, Enloe's senior team participated in what we called a town hall meeting, allowing us the opportunity to share information and context around the initiatives and issues that drive the organization. Can you give us a recap of some of the topics that we covered during that 90-minute program? Sure. Well, first of all, people might be asking why the town hall set up. And our response is that we're just constantly looking for different vehicles that will allow our employees and and other folks that are interested in what goes on at the hospital and the health system to get information in digestible ways. So the town hall gives us an opportunity to talk more at length about questions and concerns that people might have. And it's, it's a nice supplement to Inside Enlo and the email system and all the other ways that we have of communicating with, with staff. I think the most important issues that were discussed during the town hall meeting have to do with our cost containment efforts. In talking to the California Hospital Association recently, they indicated that California is in a very tough spot. California hospitals, as well as hospitals all across the country, we're all dealing with similar issues as other businesses, but they seem to be hitting healthcare pretty significantly. And that has to do with labor shortages, supply chain issues, general inflation, and the fact that the organizations that pay hospitals and pay for health services, especially Medicare and Medi-Cal, are not in a position from a budgetary standpoint to provide those inflationary increases. And so we have to be very mindful of cost containment, make sure that we do everything that we can to balance the budget. We're trying to get ahead of that in our organization. And anytime there's an opportunity to reassess the resource allocation within the organization, say if if an individual retires or moves on from this organization and to some other area that gives us an opportunity through attrition to reassess the resources that we put into labor, we're, we're constantly looking at ways to save on supplies in other areas as well. And so I think we talked at length about that at the town hall meeting and what some of our goals and objectives were. In addition, the question arose regarding the cancer center. You know, why are we putting $100 million into a new cancer center when we're so concerned about cost containment? And the answer is simply that We need to always be looking to the horizon as far as our capital investment and make sure that we make those decisions based on the long-term interests of the organization rather than on what might be happening to us operationally in the short term. As we looked at cancer care in our area, we, we certainly are aware of the fact that this is the number one public health crisis in our region. We have the highest rate of cancer in the state and some of the highest mortality rates as well. And it's a challenge that we need to face head on. So we're looking forward to the development of our cancer services and expanding those 
to help reduce the amount of travel out of town that some of our patients have experienced up until this point. And we believe that cancer services as well will help fund some of our other services. Great. Thanks for that description of the, the town hall. For those listening that couldn't participate or couldn't be live on the Zoom call that day, a full recording of the meeting is posted on Inside Enlo, and we welcome you to listen to it. Or if you want to listen to it again, please do. It's right there on Inside Enlo. Our next town hall meeting will be sometime later, probably in the fall this year. But we see this as a great way to just continue to open up different avenues of communication, like you said, Mike. So next up, the 2023 Spirit of Plain Tree Award nominations are currently open. And later this spring, we'll be honoring a caregiver, a physician, and an innovative Enlo program for their leadership of Plane Tree principles. Can you tell us what you find most important about the Plane Tree philosophy at Enlo and how it drives our focus on quality outcomes and service? Well, certainly, Jolene. You know, the Plane Tree model often talks about getting a, our PhD, personalizing, humanizing, and demystifying healthcare. To me, the bottom line is that the plain tree concept really is an attempt to engender trust between the caregivers and those that receive care, and especially including their family members and their loved ones. You know, kind of interestingly, after we've gone through the COVID pandemic and the crisis associated with that, the American Hospital Association conducted a survey to find out what the trust level was between the general public and the health system in the United States. And I guess it might surprise some people to find out that rather than be strengthened by COVID, it actually deteriorated. And I think it's really important that we maintain that trust with our public. And Plaintree doesn't necessarily give us a formula that we can always follow for engendering trust with our patients and the community that we serve. But it certainly makes us stop and think, what are we doing as an organization and how can we best benefit the public that we serve? And I think that by itself leads to trust. And we have benefited from that trust with our public during many, many challenges. And it's important that we maintain that. And that's really a good description of how we've deployed Plane Tree in the organization and why it still remains important to us after all this time. So I just wanted to point out that nominations for the Caregiver Award, the Physician Champion Award, and the Program Innovation Award are due on March 12th. So you've got a few more days to do that. And we will be presenting those awards in May. And you can make those nominations on Inside Edmo. So I hope everybody will get on there and make their nominations. So there's an, another exciting activity coming up this spring, and that's the Quality Summit. Can you tell us a little history on this uniquely Enlo program? and share a little bit more about how it has enhanced quality patient outcomes over the years? Well, yeah, this, this was really the brainchild of our chief medical officer, Dr. Marcy Nelson, who's going to be retiring at the end of 2023. So this will be her last quality summit. She noticed that most of our departments, if not all, are in a constant state of improvement, but we very rarely log that improvement. We don't necessarily take time to celebrate it. And so Dr. Nelson conceived of what she called the science fair format, where 
we challenged and, and gave the opportunity to all our departments to document essentially what they've done from a quality standpoint and highlight some of the quality initiatives that, that they've made over the past year. And it's really grown exponentially over the last few years. I think the first year uh, we probably had maybe 20, 30 submissions for, for quality initiatives that our departments had undertaken. And I think as people stopped and started to realize that every day is an effort to improve quality, more and more our departments have been submitting their quality initiatives. And I think it's, you know, it's interesting because this has been completely organic. It has been, the growth has been the result of the individual departments just taking a look at what they do every day and documenting that in the, in the form of a poster. The growth has been phenomenal. As important as those quality initiatives are, the fact that we're recognizing those and celebrating those has been even more important to the culture of our organization. Yeah, I would agree. You know, it's interesting that our board of trustees and our foundation board members, other community members, and even some of our neighbors come over and check out the Quality Summit when we have posters in the park. It's very exciting. So I want to challenge every department out there, regardless of what campus you're on, every department, let's send Marcy off with a bang. I mean, let's have every department do their science fair poster, get those posters up in the park. It's going to take place this year on May 10th. And voting will be between April 21st and May 5th. So we encourage everyone to begin thinking about your quality poster right now and get those submissions in. So I think it'd be really fun. Let's, let's see if we can get it to 100 posters this year. That would be great. It's a really good challenge for us to undertake. And what I'd like to remind people is that, you know, often, not too often, but often when we think of quality, we think of clinical improvements. And as an organization, we're really challenged with a lot of different pressures, particularly after the campfire and after COVID, to try and improve access and make sure that the customer service that we provide is the same no matter which portal you enter and low, whether it's whether it's a virtual port portal or an actual door in a building. And I just challenge everybody to think about the improvements that we make every day in customer service, in trying to control our costs so that we can provide a broader range of services to our community, how we improve our computer access. There's all kinds of ways that our organization is improving every day that would be fun to document for Mercy's last quality summit. So there you go. That's the challenge for this spring is to get your poster in. That's great. Thanks, Mike. And that's about all the time we have today. I want to thank you very much for your time and transparency behind the Enlo microphone. I appreciate you joining us on this podcast this month and most months. People really do love to hear from you. And I want to thank our listeners for spending time with us and sharing this program with your colleagues and friends. We'll talk again on April 1st, no joke. And that's when I'll welcome another member of the senior team to share news, updates, and information important to you. Until then, this is Jolene Francis, sending you all a most sincere thank you for caring for our community. Thank you.